friend Gavin McKinney, who is joining us. Congratulations, man. Soccer, women's soccer, Chattanooga Mocs win the SOCON regular season for the first time in the history of the program. Congratulations. Thank you. 26 years deal. in the making. Big 26 years in the making. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. It is unreal. Now, this is your eighth year here, um, and it's been a slow building process. And we were kind of talking during the you know, commercial break. It's just like other sports. Traditionally, there have been some really good SOCON teams, and for whatever reason, you guys just worked your tails off and overcame the success that uh, you were saying that uh, Samford, uh, typically the private schools, Wofford has been good in the past. and right, uh, Furman, UNCG, Mercer, some really solid programs in the SOCON. And you guys took them this year. We did. It's been tw- 2015 I started, and at that point in time we were, we were near the bottom of the league. And it has been a slow climb. Uh, 2020, 2021, that COVID season, we, right. we were third, which was the best season in the program's history. But the following year, last season, we had a dip, right? So we ended up being the eighth seed. We had some injuries in the team, graduated some key seniors. So disappointing to climb to third and then drop back to eighth. So right. we knew this season we had to bounce back and we brought in some fantastic additions to the team and the returning players worked really hard and we ended at number one seed, so now we got to go in the tournament. That's a kudos to you guys and the girls for working their tails off now. Uh, brought in some new talent, meaning freshmen or transfer portal type stuff. What did you do? A little, little bit of both. So we so, some good late business from us. We brought in a transfer, Berna Johanna's daughter from uh, Mississippi State. Key player for us, central midfielder, tidy, offers something different in the team. And then a couple of freshmen, we've got four starting for us. Zoe Mice, who played at Baylor School here in Chattanooga. She's had a fantastic season. Clarissa Salinas from, from Texas, we picked her up late. So some really good late business. And Caroline Eckern in the goal and Caroline Rishvalski up front. So four freshmen have consistently been in our 11. And like I said, the returning players have worked so hard over that spring leading into the summer and then back this fall. And they've been great. How many freshman players, though? you got to like the future, right? Yeah, you got to love that because <laughs> look, you, you can never guess how they're going to do once they're on campus. We, we project players to be something when they get here, but you never quite know until they're in the mix. And those four in particular have exceeded expectations. And we have other young ones who have played in little moments here and there who have also been fantastic. So really bright future. You know, in football, uh, specifically football, we talk about the speed of the game. You know, how much does that change when it comes to soccer from high school to college? I mean, is it still the still a similar, somewhat similar, or is there a big difference there? I think there can be a big difference. It, it obviously depends on opponent and their style, but there's some really physical teams that like to press and be on top of you. And if you're looking at the way the college landscape is now, you've got, you've got a lot of 50 years, right, due to that COVID season. So the difference between an 18-year-old and a 21, 22-year-old who's been in the weight room and working for four years physically – there's a big difference. So there's 100% an adjustment for those younger players, and even some of them starting for us now. It probably took them five or six games to hit their stride. And they hit their stride well, didn't they? <laughs> they sure did. They sure did. And hopefully they continue to get better. What was some of the water, the watermarks throughout the season? I know you – I think you went down and played Alabama. and They're, what, the number one team in America. So you – don't often get that opportunity, but you guys did. We we did, and we went in with no fear. So we've played SECs in the past, and we've changed tactics for those games and maybe dropped in a little bit deep and, and defended in a different manner just to keep ourselves in the match. And we said, let's go and play them straight up. And 
they exposed us for for making mistakes, which I thought was great because we we had Mercer that next Friday, and every little thing in our shape that wasn't right, Alabama showed us. Uh-huh. Right, so that prepared us for league play. That's why you go and play them. And I think from a mentality standpoint, the night before we played Mercer, Alabama thumped Tennessee at Tennessee. They also beat LSU five zero. I mean, they're not just us; they're having their way with everybody. So that that was some team we played down there and. T-Town, as they refer referred to it right. as. Um, but, yeah, great great lesson, and I think it set us up to do well in the league. May have been part of what we saw with the Illinois win in football, where they kind of exposed some things that I think Rusty and those assistant coaches have cleaned up uh, when you play a high level, you know, type team, they're gonna they're they're gonna expose you, I guess. Yeah, there's you just gotta learn from them. One hundred percent. Some people like to cupcake the schedule, maybe, and you know, but it gives you a false sense because look, that first game for us against Mercer, Mercer was picked two in the league. That's an athletic, physical, tough opponent. So if we hadn't seen that in our non-league play, we'd be in trouble in that first one. But I thought we were prepared. We we won that one one nil, and then we turned around on the Sunday and beat Citadel, who are a good team, two one, and then we just got on a roll. Well, you know that uh, season's not over with, but you got the championship, the uh, conference championship. So what's what's that going to do for this program? I think it's huge. You know, like I said, nineteen ninety six. There's, there's so many people that have come through the program and, and played here, and they're extremely proud of what we've just accomplished. We've seen more alumni this year than we ever have before come out to games, stop by training, send us messages. So I think it generates excitement within the program. So it's not only getting those people back who maybe were away for the program right. for, for whatever reason, but from a recruiting standpoint, it 100, 100% should help. I think there's a lot of excitement uh, not only in Chattanooga but around the state and around the region with what we're doing. What's the mix of like local players? Local being East Tennessee, because I know you get the, <clears throat> excuse me, the one goaltender from uh, Farragut High School in Knoxville. What's that mix like? I mean, your recruiting base as far as close players and then not so close. Yeah, the the majority of our playing squad is made up from the state of Tennessee, but we've over the years sprinkled in some from South Carolina. Like I said, Clarissa Salinas from Texas. We've got one from Utah in the team this year. So we're starting to open up a little bit in where we're bringing players in from. Berna, like I said, Iceland. We've got a Canadian in the team. So we, we've opened it up, but um, I always think the heart of our team will be in-state. We're, we're a state school. There's really good players in the state of Tennessee. We're really proud of uh, Zoe Mize playing at Baylor, Baylor School yeah. and coming and starting as a freshman. So yeah, we always think we'll, we'll build it in the state of Tennessee and then make additions from elsewhere. I think we've done a nice job of that this year and gotten that balance right. But if they can play, bring them on, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter where they're from. If you can play, <laughs> exactly. come on. Exactly. Come on, come make an impact here. So explain, you guys got the bye because of the regular season championship, so explain how this tournament's going to work because folks can come down and see you guys on Friday play. Yeah, and, and this is a big week in Chattanooga for soccer because the Tennessee State Tournament is here as well. Yeah, we'll be there the on Friday schools. broadcasting our show at uh, CHI Memorial. Yeah, Stadium. so re- really exciting. And along with that, on Friday, we, we not only host our quarterfinal game, we also host uh, UNCG in Western Carolina who are on our side of the bracket, which will be a fantastic game, two really good teams. And then after that, following that, 6.30 p.m. at the UTC Sports Complex, we play against Wofford quarterfinals. The winner of those two matches will play each other uh, 2 p.m. on Sunday in the semifinal match. Now in Birmingham at Sanford University, they were the two seed, so they host the other side of the bracket. And whoever gets through that, the highest remaining seed, will host the championship game, which will be the following weekend. Okay. Well, cool. So a lot to play for. We got one trophy. 
We want another. We're still hungry, so we need to keep pushing. So when's the you, – you guys play Wofford at 6.30 Friday, but the first game is what? 4 p.m. 4, okay. And, again, a really good game. So anybody in town that wants to come out and watch Division One women's soccer, I think both games are will be exciting, will be tough. Um, yeah, come on out. And then if you're not watching us, get out and support the, the high school players this week in the state tournament. So where will the game be? Finley? We know we're playing at the UTC at Sports your... Complex right by the old Angle Baseball Stadium. Yeah, okay. so, yes, yeah. I've driven okay. by there a couple times, yeah, yeah. and that is a sharp facility. Cool place. It's close to campus, the quarter of a mile from campus. So we've had a couple of games this season, Samford University in particular, where we got some pretty big crowds out. So we're hoping to replicate that 6.30 on Friday night. Local clubs, come on out. UTC students, come on out. Everybody pack that sideline because it makes a huge difference for the student-athletes when we have excitement and atmosphere in that facility. I don't know what uh, Mark Wharton's given you guys, but uh, there's been a lot of success with Chattanooga Athletics here recently, and it's it's good to see, man. Good to see uh, what you're doing, too. Yeah, I appreciate that. All, all the sports teams are excelling right now. I think it's a great atmosphere to work at UTC. The administration is fantastic. They let us do our jobs. They don't micromanage us. And, yeah, it's a great place to work, and all of the teams are excelling. So hopefully we can continue on. Uh, Got to have tickets, or what's the story? We can go to gomox.com uh, for the info? That's the best part. Come on in for free. We're nice. not, we're not, we're not well, charging, okay. so let's, let's pack it out. Come on. Favorite four-letter word, right? 100%. <laughs> free, free, free. Come on by and see them. Uh, it will be the Southern Conference Tournament, uh, this side of the bracket, with Chattanooga Mox and Wofford at 6.30, and the 4 o'clock game again was UNCG. Uh, UNCG and Western Carolina, Western two Carolina. really good teams. There you go. Gavin, continued success, man. Proud of yes, you guys sir. and the work you put in. It's been a long time coming, but that makes it even sweeter. Definitely does. Thanks so much for the support. Go Mox. You got it, man. Go Mox.